Wednesday, you're watching this on Thursday, you're listening to it on Thursday, uh, or if you're listening to it on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, it's we recorded it, we're going to say it came out last Thursday, and it did. But this is actually Tuesday. We're continuing the conversation we started with my buddy Mike Ambassiani, uh, who is in town from Florida. Yes, sir. And uh, tell me about that shirt you're wearing. Yeah, so it is uh, the Freedom Chronicles shirt is Get Loud Locally, and I have Freedom Cow on my shirt now. <laughs> Being in Southwest Florida, we just got hit with uh, Hurricane Ian there, uh, yeah. coming up on a year anniversary already, which is very hard to believe. But we have our mascot, Freedom Cow, here. And after the hurricane, I have about eight acres yeah. out in Arcadia, Southwest Florida, which a lot of farmland, a lot of cows. And it's, it's known to flood there. And we just had the 100-year flood, which I think was a record 18 feet. Wow. Now, Hurricane Ian, it must have been the 500-year flood because we got 24 feet of flooding. And Mm. so two weeks after the hurricane, my family and I go out there, check on the property, make sure everything's okay. And I hear something in in the woods, and it ends up coming out, and it's this cow. Staring at me, so I take my pictures and we try. We find out that there's about six thousand acres of cattle ranch, about a block and a half down the road and across one of the main highways. And a hundred of their cows went missing from the hurricane. They were supposed mm. to ship out that day of the hurricane to Texas. Fifty adults, fifty babies went missing. They were turning up dead everywhere, and they were so happy that they found this one cow. And because he he swam over my fence because my fence was fine, my property yeah. was fine. The water was that high that he swam all the way from there, from his wherever he came from, cattle ranch there, down to my property over my fence and lived because he made it to my house pad, which was just barely above the water. Wow. And we call it Freedom Cow, and I the way I see it is he's had he had the perseverance and the will and the the yeah. will to live and find the freedom. Yeah. <laughs> so. I will not die. Exactly. I will not go, you know, yeah. gently into that good night. So we tell you, be a be a freedom cow and and get loud locally is is the other half of the motto. Where basically I've been saying on the show on on the podcast that you know, one person cannot change the world, but one person can change your community. You yeah. get involved and you get involved with local elections. You know, I used to joke as a musician and say, you know, if people are sad, they drink. People are, are happy, they drink. I'll always have a job at a bar as a musician right, right. with a band. And for the long time, that was true. And then COVID happened, mm-hmm. where the government, that shadowy figure, can come out and say, no, you are non-essential. Yeah. And uh, sorry, you, you, you're not going to have a job. Yeah. And of course, they did that to the restaurants. And therefore, my job as a musician was gone. And that's why I started the Freedom Chronicles after things came back, being from the free state of Florida. We were back to work in May of 2020. It was very slow. I commend, I'll, I'll do my congratulations to Ron DeSantis now, talking about COVID. He, did, uh, he certainly opened the state sooner than other, I talked to my musician friends in Wisconsin, all across the country. Right. It took them forever if, you know, and venues just die now the slow COVID death because they had to go through all of their savings just to survive then. Yeah. So the Get Loud Locally thing, I started the Freedom Chronicles podcast and it gave people a voice. I, I have my voice as a musician and say, I was told I'm non-essential. People who think the government doesn't affect you, it's a lie. 
every single thing, everywhere you go, the car you drive, the sheets you sleep on. You know, uh, my good friend Mason Weaver, I'll give a shout out to, he has the great line of saying, you know, those sheets you sleep on are, F, are uh, federally approved fire resistant. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's true. And it's, so it's affected by the government. You know, Ken Lovejoy, who I've been going on his radio show for nine years now. That's yeah, how you and I met. Buddy, yep. And um, from that, I was like, this is fun, but I want to do my thing too. So I, I started the podcast and Ken is my co-host and it gives you a voice to say everything yeah. does affect everybody. So yeah. you have to get loud locally in your community to help everybody. I've always said the president is not coming to dinner at your house, no. right? He's, he's not. So you got to get loud locally. I like that phrase. I, I have people that stay mad at me because, you know, I, it COVID shutdowns yeah. as an entertainer. I, what did I do in the middle of the shutdown? I decided to run for governor in the state That's of Texas right. yeah. and to fight back against the nonsense. And so I have, you know, quote, friends, people I thought were my friends yeah. in the entertainment business, Texas musicians, whoever, they're mad at me. They're like, oh, you're a this and that. And they label me, all this yeah. kind of stuff. So like, no, I was the guy who ran against the guy who cost you your job. Right. Like, could, could you just, I mean, I was the only person who could do it from that perspective. Yeah. I had to do it as a Republican. I've never identified with a political party. I've never registered with a political party. Um, well, and you put your money where, where your yeah, mouth is, exactly. basically saying, look, I'm not happy with the way things are. I'll, I'll try to make a difference. And that's all I'm trying to do for the longest time. And this is like my coming out party because I, I probably <laughs> should advertise that I'm on the show on Facebook. Yeah. But I keep the politics separate yeah. from my music because I'm a blues cover band. I don't need to talk about politics on my microphone playing right. at a at a venue it's, right. it's not no my need job to it, yeah you know um comedians can get away with more than musicians but i as we talked about in the last episode back on tuesday um <laughs> i play back in the ussr by the beatles yep. you play certain songs from the 60s even up to today there will be political notes in them i'm very i'm always very subtle about it i don't hide who i am i'm a conservative and there's nothing wrong with that i'm an american yeah and that's where Get Loud Locally has become so important and where I can no longer keep them that separate anymore. Yeah. It's getting virtually impossible for those in the entertainment business yeah. to hide. I, what I've always said is people think I'm, they're like, oh, you get too political. I said, no, I get cultural. Yeah. I get cultural. Uh, politics runs downstream from culture. Yeah. Normal I, life is finally catching up. Yeah. The politics that you see, now everybody has to come out and make some kind of political statement about everything. Used to be comedians say it, I'm not going to get political. Oh, then you got Jim Gaffigan, who's on Joe Rogan two yeah. weeks ago, and he's defending, you know, hating on Donald Trump. And it's like, why do you even need to have that conversation? You weren't going to get political, but now you, everybody yeah, has are. been forced to have a political conversation. Yeah. And I hate to break it to a lot of people out there. I'll take uh, 2019 with Trump as president uh, with low gas, and I had a record-breaking year of 227 gigs. People were happy. People were going yeah. out, spending money, the ecosystem of politics and economy was spinning perfectly fine yeah, yeah march COVID 13th happened. of 2020 yep. i did a sold out show elk city oklahoma and then you could literally hear the brakes screeching the yep. world came to a stop and i did not do another live show now i was able to finish a book i was able to finish an album i was able to uh form a new band um yeah. 
there were things that slowed me down enough that some good things came out of it. New apparel company, um, all these different things. But by August, I was back doing live shows again. And the only reason I could is because as a comedian, I could go to comedy clubs that identify as restaurants. Yep. Not bars. And in Florida. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was doing them in Florida. I could go back to Oklahoma. Um, and and so, you know, there were certain states I could do. I could go to Wyoming. They'd and, never heard of COVID. And shout out to Fasani in Port Charlotte, Florida there. They were doing shows. They pulled out a stage into the parking lot and yeah. people were tuning in on yeah. their radios like old drive, drive-in drive movie theaters. Honking their horns. It was, and yeah, and headlights for, yeah. for laugh, the laughter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good. There's a way that to do it and they got through it and... Thank God I was in Florida is all I can say. I got, yeah. You know, and speaking of Florida, we got to talk about Ron DeSantis a little bit. Because, oh, yeah. um, again, this is almost like the Ukraine-Russia thing. You mm-hmm. bring up DeSantis, then you must be defending DeSantis, and you're anti-Trump, and you're blah, 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 yeah. blah everybody's picking a side. Uh, DeSantis not doing great in no. the polls. He seems to be kind of, eh. No. What, do you, what, do you th- what are your thoughts on all that? My thoughts on that is it's an, he should have waited till 28. Obviously, I think he was already running for president when he did that debate against Charlie Crist, because you cannot tell me that he didn't already have a team in place. They were already doing it. You don't go on a book tour to Iowa. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's running for president. Yeah. He should have just announced earlier and get it over with. Yeah. But instead, he played the game. Played the political game. That the people, I mean, again, I don't know the guy. I love him as governor. I voted for him twice. He did a great job with the hurricane. But as a Floridian, and there are a lot of Floridians and my friends and people you talk to that feel the same way, we feel lied and betrayed to. Because it was a lie. Yeah. Because you can't tell me at that, at that debate with Charlie Crist, he didn't know he was already he running he was for president. Do. He knew what he was going to do. The yeah. insiders knew what he was going to do. And the money, money came, but it, it doesn't matter. It's not enough. Yeah. And... Why can't he do an event in Florida? I talk to people all over the country, and, and every now and then the conversation will come up, and I'll be like, you know, what's, what are your thoughts? And a lot of people say, we like Ron DeSantis. We just don't feel like it's his turn. Right. Like, well, he should have waited. And loyalty is a big thing. It is. And, and a lot of people, like, he should have finished what he said he was going to do in Florida. Yeah. So he could focus, you know, Florida, you know, I mean, listen, you know, that, that's the other thing that drives me crazy is these guys, they, they get in there, they do a good job. They get elected another term, and then they're like, oh, I want to go get another job. Right, literally immediately. Yeah. Well, and he also, remember, he, he, the rules in Florida had stated that he couldn't run for office and still be governor. Yeah. So he didn't announce until After the legislature yeah. changed the rules. Yeah. And he won by a very slim margin when he you the know, won time. the first time. Right. And thank God he won it because wow! Oh yeah. Um, what was it? Two weeks? Two weeks after the election, Gillum yeah. Gillum found yeah. in the, in the Gillum, motel yeah. room. Yeah. <laughs> Making Hunter look like he knew what he was doing. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> Florida can go back to that. I mean, Florida could very easily. That's why can swing back real easy. Well, in my point, before they changed the rules, I was talking to people and saying, "What does anybody know about the lieutenant governor?" Do they even know that it, it's a woman? That's what, exactly right. What are her policies? What is she like? You know, of course, they changed the rules now. Fine. And so DeSantis can still be governor and run for president. So yeah. when he loses, he can come back and, still be governor. and finish the job that we yeah. all voted for him to do. Um, but it, it is too bad. And 
the again, I've been all about lately, zoom out. What's the bigger picture? Why why is this infighting happening? Mm-hmm. Why is Chris Christie running for president, you know, mm-hmm. just to, you know, go scare Ukrainian children yeah, <laughs> and time. say, oh, well, now we know why there's a food shortage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come on. I'm going to eat you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you see the, somebody photoshopped uh, him on the character from Austin Powers? <laughs> Get in my belly. But why? Why, yeah. why are these people running for president in, in the Republican Party? It's to constantly just continue the infighting going keep that narrative going of trump versus desantis instead of the bigger picture of it doesn't matter who the republican nominee is if election integrity is not taken care of including in florida yeah both of them will lose yeah it doesn't matter whether it's trump or desantis true i mean the algorithm seems to be rigged i mean it's it's they're gonna keep doing that um and I, i don't know of anybody in america I mean, listen, 2016, every Democrat in America was saying it was rigged. They were all saying there was some, you know, election meddling and everything. So apparently everybody in America (laughs) believes there's some kind of election problem. So it's only bad when the conservatives say it. Yeah, exactly. You guys only complain when it's one you lose. Well, and that's been my point, too, is there are corrupt Republicans and there are corrupt Democrats. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Yeah. They're all corrupt. They all got to go. Mitch McConnell, you know, and they're all 90 years old. Mitch McConnell uh, going back into his turtle shell there and drawing a blank, yeah. <laughs> trying to do his press conference. Diane Feinstein being told, just say I, just say I, yeah. you know, these are the people running it's the country. It's a bad deal, dude. Um, I mean, you could, you could have a lot of seats emptied real fast in the, uh, in the House of Congress just from people dropping dead <laughs> yeah. and from natural causes at this point. So... Uh, all right, we got more to get into. Go take a break. Um, hey guys, right now you know the world's changing. A lot of uncomfortable ways actually is changing, and you got you know natural disasters, political or economic disasters. But here's the thing: you need to be prepared for anything that happens, and you need to be prepared in a moment's notice. You're not going to get a warning. It's not a movie. Nobody coming to save you. You got to save yourself. And the smartest thing you can do is invest in emergency food from PrepareWithChad.com. That's right. That's my Patriot Supply, and they're offering a deep discount on their popular three-month emergency food kit. 25%. That sounds like a pretty good savings right there. <coughs> That's actually the biggest savings that they offer, and it doesn't come along every day, so it, you don't need to pass this up. So grab your 25% discount on each three-month kit you need. You get one kit per person. That's what you're going to need. Every person in your family, you need a kit for them. You will not regret it. Go to preparewithchad.com. Save the 25% before the sale is over. That's all you got to do. No promo code. Just go to preparewithchad.com, and we'll be right back. Speaking of uh, who could become president, uh, this past uh, week, Joe Rogan came out. Everything Joe Rogan says, everybody's got to talk about what Joe Rogan says. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm just like... I've never, I've never quite understood the fascination. I mean, listen, Joe's a great guy. He's, he's a good comedian. He's a talented guy. Built a great career. But I've never understood how people just hang on every word that certain people say. Yeah. In like... In a three-hour long podcast. It's a long one. Yeah. I've never made it to the end of one. I, the only full episode I've ever listened to with Joe Rogan was with Ted Nugent. <laughs> Really? And it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> they Uncle were literally Ted's talking funny, about dude. everything. I just saw him live in concert. He was fantastic. Yeah, he's a trip, dude. He's that dude doesn't live on the same planet we do, that's for nope. sure. Um who was it? Somebody um 
was doing a project with Ted and he was going to play guitar, do something for him. And, um, they got to go to his place Yeah, for him to do it. Really? He ain't coming out. No. He's staying at the ranch. Yep. So don't blame him at this point. Uh, play clip number two, please. Yeah, I guess you would probably have at least an idea of how you would do it differently and better. And he's also got a very popular voice. Like, if he decided to run for president, like, say if Trump, let's just make a scenario, Trump wins in 2024, he has four years. If Tucker went to run in 2028, he could win. He really could win, because it would be kind of carrying those policies, but also he's a sort of a no-nonsense guy who exposes Mm -hmm. in a pretty humorous way, in a very insightful and biting way. And that's what he was really good at on his television show. Yeah. And he red-pilled a lot of left-wing people. There's a lot of left-wing people during the pandemic that's a Tucker Carlson's a propagandist and he's a mm-hmm. piece of and as a right-wing And then as time went on, they're like, he's saying a lot that's right. Like, why are they locking <laughs> these tests? Why are they making kids wear masks? Like, is there any science to it? Yeah, I mean, Tucker's a pretty logical guy. And he's bold. I mean, that's for sure. I don't oh, yeah. know about him as president. Might well, ruin him. What do you think? That's the thing. Is like uh, all these celebrities say they're going to run. They never do anyway. It's just the talk. No. But, but it's other people saying that Tucker should run. Yeah. And it's because he has that popularity. I mean, look look at his shows on, on the app formerly known as Twitter. Uh, he's doing a great job. And I love how he asks the questions because he gets the little sarcastic yeah. quips in there where he could be yeah. making fun of whoever he's interviewing <laughs> and yeah. they don't even know it. I, I, always, I always liked how... Tucker kind of does the uh, so let so help me help me understand help me understand what you're saying here. Would you say right. help me help me? And he does that little squint like he's trying to he's trying to it's figure like you out. Like how stupid you just, are you? You just came <laughs> out you just came out of an egg, and I'm trying to figure out what shape you're going to take. So help me under help me understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. Yeah, and it's like he puts the person on the spot. He's really smart when he does that as a, as an interviewer because he really does put the magnifying glass on him. But my thing there is I'm watching and I'm going. People still have to remember that, you know, he's got people behind him, too. He's got right. producers and writers. And yeah. He's got, hey, here's where I want to go with this. Let's develop this and let's but put he's this one out. Of the, he's a big name that proves that you don't need the humongous networks anymore. Oh, yeah. In a big way, he's proved that. He yeah. has proved that. And because think about it, he was when he took over for O'Reilly. Yeah, that was it was still status quo. The culture changed yeah. as his show grew, and he became the most popular name across multiple. Yeah. And then he leaves. You can't replace him. No, you can't do it. Because that growth can't happen now. Mm-mm. You have to, people can do it on their own. Yeah. And that's what he's proving can go on. And he's just so successful. It's fantastic. But he is able to have those normal conversations. People are sick and tired of all these. Uh, even I, anybody going to watch that first debate that's going to happen? The best thing about Tucker was he, he ended three political uh, yeah. careers there uh, with Aisha Hutchinson and uh, Mike Pence and, and Tim Scott. Yeah. Because Tucker can ask the right questions and have a normal conversation. And mm-hmm. a lot of these politicians aren't used to that no, either. No, they're not capable of that. But people like that they're finally able to see normal conversations yeah. again. You know, when he just comes out and point blank asks Asa Hutchinson, how many, how many vaccines, right. how many shots have you had? Yeah. How many have you had, Tucker? Zero. Yeah. I mean, so answer the question, Asa. <laughs> I mean, know, what, yeah. what do you want to do? Zero. Right. 
I mean, don't don't give us the political answer and push back on that stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then Mike Pence, who just uh, not my concern, not my concern. Which I think what Mike was trying to say in that deal was he was saying Ukraine. That's not my concern. Right, but, but again, it comes off awfully callous just exactly. all the way across the board. So. And body language is a big thing. Yeah. And when you just see the body language of these people and Tucker can eat right through these people. And well, it's fantastic. And, and, and Pence's tell was when he goes, you've tried this with me before, Tucker. And it's right. like, yeah, because you suck at this. Yeah. And we're going to keep doing it to you mm-hmm. because you're you're stiff, dude. Yeah. Loosen up. Be a human like the rest of us. And that's why everybody loves Trump. Yeah. And and you know what? If DeSantis had come out, everything he's done, unfortunately, and he needs to fire his PR team, I will tell you right now, yeah. DeSantis's PR team sucks. Everything everything <laughs> they try to do just continuously, He uh, right. DeSantis stands up and he gets knocked down on his knees again from some blunder that happens that the internet picks up on. And he has no charisma. Say what you want about Trump. Trump can have a normal conversation with somebody and he has the charisma. Yeah, I've said forever, towards. his comedic timing has always been impeccable. Yeah, uh, you put him on a stage, he's going to entertain and he just he just knows how to do it. I, I mean, saw. any guy that can dance with his fists out with this deal right here. I right. mean, come on. It, and everybody's cheering him on, you know, doing the YMCA thing. Exactly. Hey. I got to see him speak. Actually, Tucker opened for uh, Trump at the Turning Point Action Conference in Palm Beach. I went to that. Yeah. 6,000 people. Fantastic. And and Tucker ended his, Tucker was on fire. He was hilarious. Again, having a normal conversation, but he's up there talking to 6,000 people. Last right. thing he said was, uh, he was talking about Hunter Biden and, and the cocaine in the White House. And he said, just remember, never trust anybody with a sniffly nose or something like that or something and then trump comes out and nobody can match that no no you can't top him i mean even megan kelly said (coughs) recently she said you get him in a room he takes over the room yeah he absorbs the energy in the room um and it's a weird it's a weird thing man i've been in the room with trump numerous times actually where it's just like just sucks the air out of the room i mean she's like he just absorbs it all and um, him getting on that, you know, people are like, oh, it's, it's a cop out for him not to want to get on the debate stage with these guys. Like, <clears throat> those guys actually should be thankful. Yeah, exactly. Because he'd show them up. Well, and I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to the most at this debate is I want to see Vivek Ramaswamy and DeSantis. Yeah. Because Vivek, I got to meet Vivek at, at the Turning Point Action yeah. Conference. Another, another person who has the charisma. He's saying the right things. I don't agree with him on everything. Sure. But there are things I agree with him on. Yeah. And and there are a lot of people that after feeling uh, that betrayal from DeSantis, again, where are his events in, in Florida? Right. Yeah. He's going everywhere but Florida. And I told people, I told people, which you know this, Brandon, I'm always right. I'm always right. I told people, I said, when he announces for president, I said, Florida's not going to come behind him and be no. like, thank you for doing it. No. They're going to be pissed. Because we're still dealing with our own problems. We need a governor. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. Well, and I've I've been around Vivek. I've known I've met Vivek numerous times. I've been around him numerous times. Um, and I like him. I, I've said it from the very beginning. I like him. I think he's a solid candidate. And there's nobody that I'm gonna agree with hundred percent including of trump yeah. i mean yeah. you know he still needs to apologize for the warp speed thing right and that's the biggest thing a lot of people are talking about yeah he needs to come out and say hey listen i was i was listening to what they were telling me of this mm-hmm. in those days <clears throat> but i like vivek yeah. and i think he's going to stand out i think yes the guy's got a big big future 
Mm-hmm. Big future. So, you know, so I let him be let him be VP with Trump or somewhere in the cabinet. <laughs> I can see that happening yeah. significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so the um, we'll see what happens on that whole deal. Um, let's go to a quicker break. Uh, get into more stuff because this is going to take a little bit longer if I get into it. Ah, hey, guys, everybody deals with pain from time to time. You do. I do. You know, I do because I complain about it all the time. And uh, I'm tired of sustaining it and just dealing with it and just trying to live with it. You don't have to because uh, it's going to keep coming back and it's going to make you miserable and take the joy out of your life. So what do I encourage you to do? I want you to check out Relief Factor. It doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to live with the pain. Relief Factor is a great way to reduce that pain, which mostly is caused by inflammation in your joints. And when you take it as directed, it could absolutely change your life. It's not a drug, but it is developed by doctors and it reduces inflammation in your body. Now, 70% of the people who take it keep on ordering it because... It works. So if you're living with pain, please try the three-week quick start. It's only $19.95. It's a trial pack. You can go to relieffactor.com to get it. Or if you want to talk to somebody on the phone, you can call them. Call them at 800, the number four, relief, relieffactor.com. We'll be right back. So uh, in the world of idiocy, I was in um, Pittsburgh this past week. And uh, I like going to places like Pittsburgh. I, you know, I've, I've always, I've been a, uh, I grew up in the woods. I grew up in the country. So when I could go to the city, I always enjoyed it because I'm an extrovert and I always figured I was a displaced urbanite. I really was meant for the cities, right, you know, you to, live, to live vertically. Yeah. I don't believe that anymore. The older I get, nope, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I belong in the country. Um, I'd like to go into the cities. I always like going to Pittsburgh. But I go to these big cities now and I'm like, damn. They like, suck. It's terrible. Yep. I mean, everything about them is terrible. And everybody's on the street cracked out, people on whatever they're on, and walking around like zombies. I mean, it, it's just insane. And then people just drive past them, walk past them. And it's sad to see. Just normal deal, right? Yeah. Well, San Francisco is the worst of the worst. Oh, yeah. And I used to go out to San Francisco. We used to go out to Napa. We had f- friends with vineyards out there because we got it like that. And... um. <laughs> But we'd stay a day in, you know, San Francisco, and then we'd come back, stay another day in San Francisco, and we were done in Napa. And it was a beautiful city. Beautiful city. Not anymore. Nope. Not anymore. It's trashed out. You can't blame the Russians for that one. <laughs> you blame the Democrats. Yeah. It's completely trashed out. And so when I see a video like this one, this thing went viral. I, this, um, <coughs> I don't feel sorry. I don't, I don't feel any sympathy for this woman because she got what she asked for. Play clip number three. I'm literally shaking right now. I was just getting groceries and I live in San Francisco and I never really feel fully safe. If you live in San Francisco, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And I just got groceries. I'm walking out of the store and this guy is walking past me and says, move you stupid He spits in my face, spits all over my face. And then I say, excuse me, did you just spit in my face? And he says, move or I'll rape you. There's also people everywhere and everyone's just walking by because they're like, I can't handle something else in San Francisco. It's always something else. I don't even know why I'm posting this. If you live in San Francisco, do you feel this way all the time? I don't feel safe, ever. I literally never feel safe. It's better when it's daylight. But nighttime, no, not leaving my house. Well, you voted for dark blue. I was going to say, or did she even vote? Well, it's a good chance. You know, she just stayed apathetic and stayed away from the whole thing. And I don't want to hear it. Just abstained. Nope. Either yep. way, you either abstained or you voted wrong, and yep. that's what you've asked for. Vo- uh, elections have consequences. Yeah. Ideas have consequences. I, I go yep. on further. I, it's like, and this is, it, San Francisco's become a real bad idea. Yeah. And I mean, forget the needles, forget the fecal matter <coughs> in the street. 
the see, slums, the if, homelessness. If only Elon had erected his giant X logo light out of needles in San Francisco. Exactly. They would have, they they would have, have left it up and made it a monument. Exactly. They would have come to it like a moth to a flame. A modern art masterpiece. Yes. Uh, but I tell you, this girl, she issued another thing back because a lot of people were saying, oh, you didn't notice you didn't tell us what color he was or you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> she came back and she did a follow-up video after that one saying he was a well-dressed white man. And it's like, okay, honey, listen. <laughs> Chad, you've never been robbed by a well-dressed white man in a suit? I'm like, Either way, have you it's seen like, the stock market? <laughs> I'm like, you know, he's headed to the financial district. He shit in my face and said he was going <laughs> to. I always rob in my finest three piece suits. Yeah. Yes. Uh, anyway, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I, my favorite phrase of that whole deal is when she goes, Did you spit in my face? I know. It's like <laughs> 10 bucks. You didn't even actually say that. No. I mean, like, <laughs> let alone some guy like comes that. By and spits in your face and get out of my way or I'll rape you. Did you just spit in my face? Yeah, I don't see that conversation going down no. that way. But anyway. Um, uh, building on that, talking about the cities, I, w I would like to mention <laughs> that the last time I went out west, it was, was 2016. world was a lot different. I was a little younger, so my, the memory cortex <laughs> yeah. doesn't remember some of those memories. But I'm, I'm doing a majority of this, the driving, and I'm used to Florida and, and my environment. But just driving, first of all, anybody who says we have an overpopulation problem can go jump in a lake somewhere. Because there is so much nothing. <laughs> tons of it. There is tons of just nothing tons out of there. It. I mean, just the panhandle of Florida, Alabama, Mississippi. But the actual genuinely nice, hardworking people as well. Now, you, you, you do hear it all the time, fine. There are those nice, nice hardworking people out there. But to see it with your own eyes in a yeah. state that you're not from at, uh, I have the, uh, I want to mention it because I, I think it's important. The, uh, it was called the Southern Bean the Southern Bean Coffee Shop in uh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Right. It was 10 o'clock at night, and I still have to drive to Dallas here. We made it that night. Thank you very much. Well, wow. That next morning, rather, yeah. 9 a.m. yesterday. And I'm in this coffee shop next to a small gas station in what I think is the middle of nowhere because it's nighttime. You can't see anything. And here's a family of five, you know, three little kids behind the counter with mom they're all cleaning up and dad's there hanging out and and i bought a cup of coffee and you talk to him for a couple minutes where are you from what are you doing to, you know just small talk nice normal people yeah that's well, america what is normal mike yeah i know hey, you can hear people saying <laughs> that right now try that in a small town yeah <laughs> you know look i said it for years you get online, you think the whole world's trying to kill each other. Exactly. You know, you see the crisis, you see everybody's at each other's throats. It doesn't happen in a restaurant, it doesn't happen no. in small town America. Exactly. It doesn't happen in, you know, it doesn't happen in most places. <coughs> but you're right, I was flying somewhere recently and I was over some of the flyover areas of America and just looking down and I go, we don't have an overpopulation problem. No. Now, we've got other issues, We all these people, we pack them into a... You know, a little two mile. And just two, like to rats, they go crazy. Yeah, they go nuts with each other. Yeah. And so, and then they drive each other crazy. And that's what's going to happen when you pile a bunch of people together. So it's no wonder we're dealing with so much insanity. And then guys mm -hmm. like you and me just sit back and say, oh, the world's gone crazy. Right. Well, the world hadn't gone crazy. It's just that pile of humanity that yeah. just driving each other insane. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of insane, play clip number six, please. Mm-hmm. 
the country was was founded on fighting against an autocracy. Donald Trump is not fighting for you. He's fighting to be the king of this United States. And you <laughs> cannot have him make America great again if he's going against the principles of what America stood for in its origin. We've had two challenges. We had the American Revolution that started the country. We had the Civil War. Both times they tried to deal with going uh, uh, throwing away the principles of one man, one vote, the principles of a democracy. What side are you on? Are you on the side of America and what it conceptually stands for, or are you on the side of King George or the, or, or the Confederates? That's where I would cast Donald Trump yeah. and let him defend that. I'm sure everybody in the Confederate Army said that it was free speech. I'm sure the British said it was free speech. Are you for right. democracy or are you for autocracy? That was a whole screen full of idiots yeah. right there. And last, it's it's a constitutional republic, people. Yeah. Get get it straight. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, we could, we could go even further on that. Play clip number 14. Yeah. Check this out. Mm. Hey, Al, just a reminder, this isn't a democracy, it's a republic. And we're reflective of the oh, people that we represent. Oh, this is not a democracy. It's a republic, Al. Look at the Constitution. We're reflecting uh-huh. the people of the, of the Ninth District. And we're and again, I just want to make one thing very clear. And I, and I enjoy having this conversation I, with you. I, I you enjoy having it, too, because I really hope the people in the Ninth District know on the next election that they should not vote thinking this is a democracy. That well, Doug should, Collins says this, this is not a democracy. I'll even this, send you the clip. Double down on the ignorance. Oh, yeah. It's going to double down exactly. on Exactly. Yeah, see, that's the whole thing. You go to sit there and spout off all this stuff about King George and Trump and the Confederacy and the aristocracy, and you go say, oh, but we want mob rule. Yeah, right. That's what a democracy yeah. is. We're, let's have mob rule. All the flash mobs that are happening all over <laughs> yeah. the place. Well, again, that's what the mayor of uh, Chicago just said the other mm-hmm. day in the press conference when he said, well, let's be careful when we talk about these mass shootings and we talk about these riots. And that's yes. not what they are. They're mass gatherings. These are large gatherings. <laughs> right. Let's be very clear with what they are. They're large gatherings. Don't you miss the fiery but peaceful protests? <laughs> yeah, mostly peaceful. I know. We're, and I appreciate being a part of uh, Summer of Chad, but don't you wish it was the summer of love? Summer of Again, love you know. try that in a small town yeah um um yeah al sharpton's not where i i mean these guys but sometimes i go are they purposefully just lying and they know it for the pandering sake or are they that dumb that's the thing you always wonder like is the money that good you know yeah, is hard. the political the the amount of political tyranny that has happened across this country it doesn't come up overnight yeah and and you can't say that these people truly believe this deep deep down but then you have to think about it of evil people like the devil knows who god is yeah and he's still the devil and and the people who follow that evil mentality they know they do it anyway they do it anyway they want the power but the, like, the problem is that you get all the peasants that are the useful idiots that yeah. go, oh, yeah, I'll have the power. No, you won't, because you'll be the next one on the list after they get the, the yeah. people that immediately disagree with them. That's exactly right. Good place to take a break. All right. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Optimism. You, you got, exactly. You guys uh, <clears throat> have heard me talk about liver health formula, another supplement. I take a lot of supplements. 
and I actually do take them. Uh, liver health formula is a great supplement. And I was just, my brother had a birthday. Happy birthday, Tommy. He had a birthday this past weekend and, uh, he's taking this stuff as well. He loves it. His doctor says it's good for you to be on it. So, uh, these folks have uh, already sold over 2 million bottles. You know why it's so popular? Because the American liver foundation says that hundred million Americans have a fatty liver. So it's not surprising folks are looking for help. So people nowadays, they throw everything at their livers from GMOs, cholesterol, alcohol, toxins, Tylenol statin cigarettes i might even be sipping a little cough syrup right here but that's why so many of us have a sluggish fatty liver that makes us gain weight and feel tired all the time so for decades your liver has helped you with over 500 key functions every single day now you need to help your liver liver health formula it's an all-natural supplement which contains 12 clinically proven botanicals that help recharge and protect your liver and the listeners of this show could take advantage of their special offer. I want you to try Liver Health Formula. Get a free bottle of omega-3 to keep your heart healthy. You can join their happy customer list by visiting getliverhelp.com slash Chad. Claim your free bonus gift. That's getliverhelp.com slash Chad. We'll be right back. There was a video that came out this past weekend. I didn't know what to think of it. A lot of people, a lot of influencers were sharing it. And uh, I was like, eh, I don't know yet. Um, I don't have a problem believing it, but play clip number uh, 10, please. I mean, I hope it's not about to pay. ever everybody's playing it off like she's got some kind of chip implanted or whatever like she's doing like a palm scanner or whatever yeah but i'm like could have been her apple watch i don't know i don't know unless it like a fingerprint added but she was hovering it above yeah but the, to me that whole thing let's jump down the rabbit hole for a moment yeah because uh, again this. the implication is yeah. oh here we go antichrist is here we're yeah. in the mark of the beast the <laughs> whole the sign you know. no yeah. but no but what it is is again sheep being led to the slaughter of the it's the long game for these people right yeah. it's the uh get a vaccine it's safe and effective you know and then we'll make it mandatory <laughs> yeah and with this it's eventually it's well it's for your convenience you oh you left your card at home oh you can just use your palm or you can just use the, the yeah. chip we implanted in you 10 yeah. years from now <clears throat> but it's all to get away from cash too yeah and they wanted they uh do the CBDC stuff is starting to pop up all over the place. Uh, the central bank digital currency they want to go to because it's all about, well, what are, what are you buying with your dollars? Yeah. So when you see these videos, you see, oh, it's so cool. Yeah, it's cool for right now until they use it against you. Yeah. Because it, it's chipping away at the, the freedom foundation that we have of yeah. being citizens in a country where we can control the government not the government controls us and it and you know god knows when that flip happened but the government has been co controlling us for a very long time long time and when you see things like this with a, a, this cbdc what can lead into the cbdc talk it's just another step of control well, we all love conveniences, right? We love things to be a little bit easier. But, you know, when you start shortcutting things, there's usually a price to pay at the end. Right. And so when you, when you start giving over control in the name of convenience mm -hmm. or for the sake of comfort, 
uh, there's usually a price exacted. Dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. Yeah. But look at the Second Amendment. They know they can't touch the Second Amendment. They will. Cer- they certainly try again and again. The rhetoric will stay. They'll keep barking right. that. And eventually they may chip away at it. And that, you know, they want to start a revolution. That's how you start a revolution. Yeah. But they'll do it in other ways. They'll do it this way where they, they have your, all of your, you have all of your money in a bank account that's controlled by one bank because, oh, well, it's, it's inconvenient to have two banks in it. You know, Mm. everybody should just have their money in a federal bank. Right. And then, oh, you want to give somebody $10. It's a lot easier. Boom. It's done. You don't need cash. But then what are you buying with that money? And if they want to go after people who are self-sufficient, just as COVID did that by saying you're not essential. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Walmart that got shut down. It was the small businesses that were not relying on government that then maybe had to reach out to the government and say, I need yeah. your help. So it, it, that's also control. Yeah. But if they say, well, you're spending, we see you spending your money buying, you know, magazines, holsters, not even the gun itself, the stuff that goes along with it. Maybe yeah. it's violent video games. Maybe it's whatever you're buying, whatever you're into. And then they, the government says, well, we don't think you should be buying that. And they pause it. Mm. That's where you go down the rabbit hole they can do from convenience to taking control of your life yeah. and saying, you can't buy that. Yeah. And now you're on a list because we see you buying that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, 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 the, the uh, examples and the illustrations and the potential things that could happen are endless. Mm-hmm. And that's how they get around the Second Amendment. See, there's things that I do in my life, like... I partner with uh, U.S. Patriot Coin. They're they're gold, silver, bullion dealer. They can help you with. I, I personally partner with them. It's not a free ad or anything. USPatriotCoin.com. Uh, <laughs> tell them I sent you. But one of the things that we could. I'm my own bank. Right. I practice being my own bank. Yeah. I don't rely on the bank. Mm-hmm. I have gold. I have silver. I have uh, cash. I have. But again. I utilize the banks to the purpose that I need them. Let's say you got to pay a bill or something like that. Right. But I'm not trusting the bank to hang on to all of my money. Well, and just like the second amendment is your right to self-defense. Yeah. Gold and silver and cash is your right to your currency and, and to like we talked about in the last episode too, of uh, the power of your wallet, what you boycott and say, no, I'm not going to give you my money. Mm-hmm. Because you don't support the things I support, or you're or you're making these stupid decisions, yeah. and that's why Anheuser Busch is continuing to lose money, right? And and why Jason Aldean's song hits number one exactly because people exactly. have do have that control. And uh, you take the cash you got. You can have, say, "Oh, I got a bunch of cash in the safe." What happens when all of a sudden? Because there's nothing it used to be. You know, 150 years ago. You got a bank note, you got a silver note or whatever. That note was backed up by that amount of silver. You could literally go in. The reason they came up with paper dollars is because you couldn't carry around gold coins. (laughs) Yeah. (coughs) It gets heavy. Exactly. And so, you know, you're not going to walk around with a chest of silver. Yeah. But if you ever needed to, you could go to the bank and say, here is a silver note. They'd give you silver in exchange for it. Mm -hmm. They don't do that anymore because it's not backed up by anything. You can't even pull that much cash out of the bank. You can't. Well, we you have go to try special it. order it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go try it. They're not giving it all to you. Well, and the hilarious thing is like all these places, oh, we, are, we don't accept cash anymore. Yeah. And in Florida, the hurricane hit. What goes down? The yeah. power and the internet. That's right. So what are they only taking? Yeah. Cash. 
and look at when COVID hit. No more. Mm-hmm. They, nobody had change. Right. Change suddenly, like yeah. coins disappeared. Because coins are dirty. Coins yeah. are dirty. Just disappeared. Nothing yeah. like. So see, they controlled all of that mm-hmm. stuff. And what's going to happen is they're going to come along and they're going to say, well, here's what we're going to do. Um, your money is now basically obsolete. But for every, let's say every thousand uh, dollars you had in the bank, we're going to give you ten dollars for that. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's going to change. It's going to collapse the economic system yeah. and the consumer system we oh, know yeah. here in America. But we'll give you $10 for every, you know, $300 you had, something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Take it or leave it. What are you going to do? I would say for, for some people, they're going to do the opposite. They're going to incentivize more people because they're already making it. Oh, look how cool and flashy it is. Mm-hmm. But they'll they'll be stupid about it. It'll be like, um, uh, which one was it in New York? It wasn't Bloomberg. It was the other one. Um, de blasio who's eating the cheeseburger, cheeseburger look at my fries. free cheeseburger yeah. i got you mean from- i get a you mean there's a burger element to this yeah yeah and, oh, yeah. and, and fries too all yeah. you got to do is get vaccinated is, is it too early it's too early is, let me ask is it too early to yeah. be eating a burger so it'll be you know incentives yeah <laughs> but you know we'll give you a free sticker yeah. <laughs> you know to put, put your bank and, and it's that's all you get yeah so it's a good point all right uh there's a podcast i think you guys will like you already know how wild this world has gotten and people turn the truth upside down all the time kids are being misled marriages are falling apart the christian values that held this country together are going out the window so you need to uh, share god's truth more than ever that's what the podcast refocus with jim daly is all about i highly recommend it jim Daly's the president of focus on the family and uh, you guys know about focus on the family they they uh, if you don't know look them up they're a great organization and they've been helping families follow their faith for over 40 years. Jim Daly has been the president for almost 20 years. He's helped millions of people share God's truth. So he knows his stuff. On the Refocus podcast, Jim talks about, uh, he talks to other experts about things you probably deal with all the time. You know, uh, dealing with your faith in a cancel culture, dealing with woke politics, all the fun stuff. So check out Refocus with Jim Daly. It's on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Check them out and we'll be right back. Mike and Bassiani, if you ever get a chance to go hear him play live, you gotta gotta go. You'll be <laughs> thoroughly entertained. You'll have a great time. I mean, it's incredible. You'll be mind blown. You will not believe that sound is coming out of his guitar and that he's the one playing it. It's just m- incredible. So, did you uh, wear you, your brother. parents out when you were growing up? Just playing all the time right or? they were great the best roadies and yeah. you know, my mom was a nurse so you know if I break a string and cut something you know right <laughs> always there, my yeah. dad's a lawyer so he's my uh, my manager <laughs> it works out <laughs> it where can people find you you can find me on my website mikeambassiani.com is the band stuff simplyclapton.com takes you to the same website easier to spell too because yeah. i have i have my blues band mike and bassiani and his blues rockers or my eric clapton tribute show uh, simply clapton and then i have the political podcast the freedom chronicles which you can find on rumble youtube spotify all those and then i am on the app formerly known as twitter x on uh, at freedom cron pod just can't type too much on there right and then uh, also on instagram the uh, the freedom chronicles podcast i love it yeah well dude i'm glad we got to hang out me too and, thank you for uh, the invite summer well, chad summer chad baby it ain't over yet yeah. it's getting there but it ain't over yet we'll um I'll be in Florida, I guess in December. Um, but the other side of the state, I'll be over in St. Cloud. I'll be over there with the Rednecks, man. Nice. St. Cloud. And um, yeah, I'm over there in December. I don't think I'm back in Florida, but it, I need to call Eric over it. Yeah. Come down. Over at Vasani. Get back over there. I'll have to work out something schedule. where have have my band and then have you. That'd be awesome. That'd dude. be fun to do. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. The uh, But yeah, let's. Um, We'll uh, 
make sure everybody's got your name and all the websites and all that stuff so people yeah. can be following on, on Instagram normally too under Mike and Bassiani number yeah. one awesome travel safe thank you and, off to uh, Santa Fe and then uh, Sedona Arizona you got a lot going on Let's spend three days in Vegas. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. <laughs> Driving her all the way across the country and back. Oh, yeah. As for me, I'm in Waco tomorrow night, Friday, uh, at the Hippodrome. Watchchad.com for all the fun stuff is. And then, of course, I will be in Georgetown, Texas. I'm bringing the ragamuffins with me, so it'll be a little musical show as well. Uh, there at uh, Ernie's. And uh, that'll be Saturday night. Next week at the Comedy Store, La Jolla, California. Watchchad.com has all the information you need. Don't forget, subscribe to Blaze TV. Check us out on Overtime tomorrow. We love you. God bless you. Bye. Bye.